The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, shit, son. It's time. My new hit single. Better to drop that shit on your ass, biatch. You want to get high with me, yo? Let's do this. Drop it. Fresh bowl, now blackened with use blazing or hitting the vapor juice pop can. You know I paid my dues, puffing through a big glass dragon. Rillos for smoking big fat blonde sticky. That is what I want some cush or some sweet white runs, my lighter. Bitches be jackin'. So you think you're so high, really wanna go high Walk up in the show high, time to get mo high I'm that big type, hide your mama's wake type Reef your girlfriend's cake type, piss on your dad's steak type I'm so high Duh! Stoner Jesus dance break Get on the floor motherfuckers, drop that shit Yeah, I'm dancing, yeah Oh yeah, oh yeah, I just broke my hip I think, I'm gonna keep going though, it's okay, it's okay, my new hit, share that shit yo, St. Peter up in this, biatch! This is the Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. It's my Greg here, Prune Tang. If I can use a medical term. Man, oh man. You're gay. There's no facts in, in the church. Oh. oh, yeah. Holy crap. Don't try to debate me on something. Motherfucker, I can't do many things well, but words are my shit. Fuck yeah, they are. Words are indeed my shit. Welcome everyone, Stern Jesus Show Live. Chapter 3, verse 4. Doing it live on September 18th, 2019. All information on the show, if you're new to the show, of course, can be found at sternjesus.net. A lot of links on their audio shows. All that stuff. We can also be found on cannabisradio.com with a lot of other great podcasts. Through Cannabis Radio or on other various platforms like iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it these days. Also, iHeartRadio, Spotify as well. All of your fine podcasting platforms. You want to email the show, StonerJesus420 at gmail.com. You can at me at StonerJesus420 on Twitter. During the show, after the show, 4 o'clock in the morning, I don't give a shit. Just do it. If you're on Facebook, you want to join our hardcore group of fans for the show, Disciples of Stoner Jesus, on Facebook. A lot going on tonight. Talking uh, a woman, uh, you probably saw this story. She's a news lady, compared her African-American co-host to a gorilla. Talk about that, also marijuana and sex. Talk about Shane Gillis, Beth Chapman, Skylar Richardson, Britney Spears, and fuck 
racism, and much more. Whatever else I feel like talking about. Welcome to everybody live. Checking us out live on Twitter and Periscope at StonerJesus420. You are awesome. As I said, the podcast is on many other platforms. The streams, the link to all the streams can be found at StonerJesus.net as well. So to it is what we will get. That's right. As I said. And as I said, you probably saw this story. It is, um, long story short, a white female news anchor. They're talking about a story about the zoo. She sees a gorilla. She compares that gorilla to her African-American co-host. And, well, she had an issue an apology. And uh, shit got real from there. Check it out. Okay, you have to see this. This is Finn. We're about to show... Oh, my goodness. Take a look at him. He's a resident of the Oklahoma City Zoo. And this week, the zoo's eighth caretaker took over their Instagram. And we are all loving that they did. And as you can see, Finn was fascinated. By the way, I apologize for the low audio on this. This is the best I could find. is someone obviously using their phone camera to record it off a TV, which is piss-poor quality. But nonetheless, there is the little baby gorilla... And she proceeds to say, hey, uh, you know, whatever her African-American co-host name is, that kind of looks like you. Definitely ready for his close-up. Kind of looks like you. Kind of looks like you. Important message from KOCO's Alex Housden and Jason Hackett. I'm here this morning because I want to apologize not only to my co-anchor, Jason, but to our entire community. I said something yesterday that was inconsiderate. It was inappropriate, and I hurt people. And I want you to know, I understand how much I hurt you out there and how much I hurt you. I love you so much, and you have been one of my best friends for the past year and a half, and I would never do anything on purpose to hurt you. And I love our community, and I want you all to know, from the bottom of my heart, I apologize for what I said. I know it was wrong, and I am so sorry. Alex, thank you very much, and, and I, I do accept your apology, and I, I do appreciate your apology. Um, I want to let everybody out there know that Alex um, is one of my best friends. I mean, we do what we do here, and, and you know, it's not as if we see each other here and then we leave and we go home. We talk every day, or almost every other day. Um, I've told you things. I, I've, I've shared things with you as a friend, and I, I do appreciate you, and I do love you. Um, all that being said... And then you compare me to a fucking gorilla, bitch. What the fuck's wrong with you? Uh, and Alex would be the first to admit to this to you. What she said yesterday was wrong. Um, it cut deep for me, and it cut deep for a lot of you in the community. I've heard the, the phone calls, and I've heard the Facebook messages as well. And, and, and I guess coming out of this, I want this uh, to be a teachable moment. And that, that lesson here is that words, words matter. Shut your mouth, bitch. That's the lesson here. Keep your mouth shut. There's no doubt about that. Um, changing demographics here in this country. The demographics are changing. We're becoming a more diverse country, and, and there's no excuse. We have to understand uh, the stereotypes. We have to understand uh, each other's backgrounds and the words uh, that hurt, the words that cut deep. And we have to uh, find a way to replace those words with love. Look, obviously I can't speak to this man's experience or how that made him feel or whatever, but it's Quite obvious, first of all, that she wasn't, there was no malicious intent. It's just that she noticed the gorilla kind of looks like him. 
and she said so, not realizing that that's a really fucking awful thing to say, especially on live television. It's not like she said, hey, my co-host, look at my co-host, does he look like a gorilla? It was, a, it was an off-the-cuff kind of remark she thought was going to be funny. I'm sure as soon as she said it, she was like, well, that's, she thought to herself, that is not going to go over well. <laughs> but at least he's, you know, semi-cool about it. He's not, you know, giving her shit. He knows it's not a, a big deal. And use over a teachable moment or, or whatever. Uh, for my part, I would think that if you let something like that have power over you, then that's, you're giving that power. It cut him deep. Heard her saying that gorilla kind of looks like him? I mean, don't we share like 90% of our, our DNA with gorillas? I don't know. Again, I can't speak to this guy's experience, but I mean, it seems to me it's not like it seems overboard to say it, it, it cut me deep. Is this a stereotype? If she would have been fucking nasty about it, I would have been, hell yeah. That's some bullshit. You just call me a fucking monkey? Some fuck, somebody's going to get cut. It's going to be you, bitch. Your pretty fucking face. <laughs> but God. but I mean, I guess, you know, they get past it and he, you know, uses a teaspoon or whatever. That's fine. But obviously it wasn't, it wasn't malicious. And I guess he, he treated that way. She's not cut. So I guess it's okay. And words of affirmation, um, as well. Um, you know, what we do here as broadcasters, uh, we use words. Words are the, the tools of our trade. Much like a, you know, a plumber would use a wrench or a doctor would use a scalpel, we use words. And, and our goal and what we need to do is use those words not, not to hurt and not to divide, uh, but to build a more perfect union. And uh, this is going to be a journey for us. We're learning things here. And uh, we at KOCO5 hope that you join us along on this journey. What are we learning? Thank you guys very much. I said they're learning. What are they learning? Something we already knew. You shouldn't call, you shouldn't compare a black person to a gorilla in a public forum. That's bad. And obviously she knows that. She knew as soon as she said it. Or she wouldn't have said it. It's not like she thought, what can I say to really piss this motherfucker off? He's been getting on my nerves all goddamn day. I know. Hey, dude. Look at this fucking gorilla. It looks just like you, you black motherfucker. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't anything like that, but she made her apology and you know, she got in her, uh, she got in trouble or whatnot. And I guess they moved on. And she's like I said, like I said, she's not, you know, she's not cut. So she's okay. <laughs> this next story is from marijuana moment. Let's check out the uh, little screenshot there. Marijuana enhances sex and masturbation. A new survey finds whether you're partnered up or riding solo, marijuana can enhance the longevity, frequency, and quality of sexual pleasure. Reports a new survey is out on Tuesday. This is a few weeks old, this story is. Though a number of recent scientific studies have found consuming cannabis can improve bedroom activities for men and women. A report from Lioness, makers of the world's first smart vibrator, and cannabis delivery service Ease offers a more in-depth look at how the substance can affect people's sex lives. Cannabis can enhance your orgasms no matter who you are, the report states. While the satisfying sex life is a result of many variables, cannabis can increase the length, frequency of, and quality of your orgasms and pleasure sessions, whether you're single or married, solo or with a partner, young adult, or silver fox. Report 
The result of an online survey shared with 432 Lion S newsletter subscribers in North America between June 23rd and July 1st. Researchers also included perspective from 19 Lion S users who documented their experiences with different cannabis products using their device. Products included THC and CBD infused vaporizers, edibles, and lubricants. Now, I attempted to do a uh, Twitter poll. Whoops, there we go. A Twitter poll on Twitter, obviously. I think I've done this poll before. Maybe that would account for the uh, the low vote turnout, if you will. You see it there. Ask about uh, cannabis and does it make your sex life better, worse, or it makes no difference. 56% said better. 33% said it makes no difference. Only 11% said worse. You see there the final results. It was a two-day poll, only 27 votes, which is rather low. So I went and checked the Twitter analytics on this, and it said it got over 6,000 impressions. Even if you assume that some of those people saw it a couple times, that's a lot of impressions for 27 votes. I'm not sure why people just didn't care to hit the button. They have no opinion. They saw they voted in this poll before and they remembered it. They're like, why are you running this fucking poll again? You forgetful motherfucker. I don't know. For some reason, did not respond well to the poll. No matter. We uh, persevere, as they say. <laughs> anyway, one last thing before we get out of here. Talking about racists. Uh, Shane Gillis is a comedian, stand-up comedian. You probably saw the uproar over what's going on with him. He became a new member of Saturday Night Live, and then in the days that followed his announcement as a new cast member on Saturday Night Live, people went through his old podcast. They didn't have to go very far to find him calling Chinese people chinks and doing various um, apparently offensive impressions of said Chinese people. And after a couple of days, SNL said, fuck that. You are not going to be on Saturday Night Live. And they fired him before he was even on a show. <laughs> he even got to a rehearsal. <laughs> so uh, for those of you who didn't know, here's a little recap of Shane Gillis. I was trying to find a video of what he actually said on the podcast. I guess I could have went back and found the actual podcast and cut it out and all that bullshit because no one else will show it. It is that offensive. Here's the story. A Saturday Night Live shakeup. The show firing one of its new cast members before he even appeared on the broadcast. This comes after past racist remarks surfaced. Chris Conley is tracking the latest from Los Angeles. Good morning to you, Chris. And good morning, Michael. The news coming down on Monday. Comic Shane Gillis out at SNL after just a few days amid a firestorm of criticism. From the Stormy Daniels allegations. Stormy, this is Michael Cohen. Are you alone? Yes. And what are you wearing? <laughs> to the opioid crisis. I want to use heroin, but I also want to get stuff done. Saturday Night Live doesn't oh steer clear of controversy in its sketches. Recent days, though, have seen SNL dealing with its own controversy. The show declaring in a statement on Monday it is dropping one of its new hires. 31-year-old stand-up comic Shane Gillis. I took skull out of my mouth to come up here. And I didn't vote for Donald Trump. Makes me like the Nelson Mandela of central Pennsylvania. But a video of Gillis from about a year ago surfaced from Matt and Shane's secret podcast in which he mockingly mimicked a Chinese accent and used a racist slur to refer to Asian people in Chinatown. Reaction was immediate and unfavorable. 
Gillis issued an initial statement saying, I'm happy to apologize to anyone who's actually offended by anything I said. I am trying to be the best comedian I can be, and sometimes that requires risks. Pablo S. Torre of ESPN's High Noon tweeting, It was only a risk because you and your hack friend are dumb enough to record it. Enter Democratic presidential candidate Andrew Ye I guess guys don't understand what podcasts are. You were dumb enough to record it. Yeah, it's a podcast. Record it. I gotta say, and I said this on Twitter, uh, and I've said that many fucking times on the show, you motherfuckers gotta lighten up. I mean, really. Really. There is no group. There is no organization. There is no race, creed, color, ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation that is above mockery. Everyone is subject to mockery. If you don't like that, too fucking bad. You don't like life. You can handle mockery. I got some bad fucking news for you. Life is going to be tough for you. You're going to have a problem navigating the trials and tribulations of everyday human existence if you can handle some fucking mockery. I don't care if you're a transgender, non-binary, uh, midget dwarf from Central Africa. I don't give a fuck what group you belong to, what organization, what race you are, what ethnicity. You're not above mockery. You're not fucking special. You're nobody. I'm nobody. We're all fucking nobody. That's why there's so many fucking people. There's so many of us. There's 8 billion fucking people because we're all fucking expendable. We're all nobody. You know how many people have lived and died on this fucking planet? Trillions, more than likely. I don't know what the fucking answer is. I didn't look it up. A lot. It may not be trillions, but close. It's so fucking sensitive, and I know I'm a white guy, and I have no perspective on this, and I don't have a fucking opinion. Well, I do, and that's what it is. Lighten the fuck up. You're fine. You're fine. You're not cut deeply. The words didn't wound you. I've yet to hear one motherfucker say that Shane Gillis calling Chinese people chinks was such a big goddamn deal that they are uh, they are so fucking offended they can't move on with their life. Because there's not. Nobody's going, oh, well, how dare he? Oh, no, you can't do that. No, mostly it's a bunch of fucking white people whining and they got this guy fired. They also got him a lot of friends in the industry. I saw Norm MacDonald tweeting him and other people. Rob Schneider tweeting out support for him and all his uh, comedian friends in New York City. He'll be fine. His career will be fine. And it'll be better for this. Most people don't know who the fuck Shane Gillis was. Now they do. They did a, a pressing of a Chinese person. Holy shit. Who hasn't done a, a fucking impression of a Chinese person? I've probably done it on this show. A lot of people do it. It's kind of a baseline comedy thing. They've done it. <clears throat> on Saturday Night Live. But, you know, whatever. He's fired. He don't get to be on Saturday Night Live. I think he dodged a bullet. I wouldn't be on that fucking show. Not now. It's like the it's like the black hole of the early 1980s over there. Anyway, this fucking guy, Yang, is running for president. He uh, 
guy in the middle of this because I guess he speaks for Asian people. Yang. In a series of tweets on Saturday, Yang excoriated anti-Asian racism and slurs. But after going through Gillis's work, Yang said, He does not strike me as malignant or evil. I do not think he should lose his job. We would benefit from being more forgiving rather than punitive. The show opted otherwise, announcing his removal on Monday, saying we were not aware of his prior remarks. The language he used is offensive, hurtful, and unacceptable. How are they not aware of the things he said on his podcast? That's fucking dumb. Gillis issuing a statement saying he respects the decision, but it feels ridiculous for comedians to be making serious public statements, but here we are. I'm a comedian who was funny enough to get SNL. That can't be taken away. Many on social media praise the decision. Former SNL cast member Rob Schneider did not, tweeting, I am sorry you had the misfortune of being a cast member during this era of cultural unforgiveness. Many different perspectives. SNL's new hires do include Bo and Yang, who will become the first Chinese-American cast member in the show's soon-to-be 45 seasons on the air. As for presidential candidate Andrew Yang, he tweeted that he hopes to sit down with Gillis soon. Guys, we'll see if that happens. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks so much, Chris. Hi, everyone. George Stephanopoulos here. Thank so there you go. Shane Gillis won't be on Saturday Night Live. This is what it is. I won't be on Saturday Night Live either. They go, they come back to these shows. <laughs> There's gonna be some problems. <laughs> Hell, probably the, some of the shit I've said tonight in the first 21 minutes. But I don't give a fuck. Am I gonna lose my big Nike contract? Come on. Anyway, uh, in honor of Shane Gillis, RIP to his SNL career <laughs> after a couple days. Here's a little bit of his stand-up, which is, is, is pretty good. You can find it on uh, Comedy Central on YouTube. I, know, I just moved to New York this year, and uh, yeah, it's all right. New York's all right. It's nice. I, I like it more than I thought I would, but uh, I just just found out I was fat. Just I'm 31. I just this year found out that I was a fat guy. I'm from a white trash enough town that this was killing it. People back home see me, they're like, what's your fucking secret? I'm like, oh, I'm just hanging out, man. Supposedly hang out <laughs> And then I don't know I moved uh, I moved to Philly first. I lived in Philly for like two years Yeah, gay birds and then uh, But it was funny because I moved like from a white trash town to Philly like right during the presidential election <laughs> you, you pussies uh, no, but it was funny because like that was a big jump. I went from like an all white trash town to then to the city where now all my new friends were like real woke, and that was like because if like if this was my hometown, someone could just walk in here in full camouflage, and sit down, and you'd be like, that's a fucking good outfit. <laughs> are you, are you trying to get pussy in here tonight, dude? Come on, man. You're going full camo at Clusterfest. All right. Like everybody I grew up with listens to country music, and I don't, but I get it. Like I understand why white people like it. You know, like you can relate to it. You can understand all the lyrics. You don't need to Google what a nene is. It's not, I don't know if you know this, every country song's just about exactly what a white guy's doing at that moment. It's like, I turn the radio up. It's like, yeah, fuck yeah. That's good, that's music, that's what I like. I get it, you can relate to it. I ride around, I listen to rap, that's all I listen to. I can't relate to one fucking song. I just ride around by myself, bob my head, just like, I beat the pussy up. Just like, oh, huh. 
I, I, like, I don't know if I beat it up. Like, I'm like, I'll shadow box the pussy. I've never, I've never knocked it out. Everyone's knocking out pussies. I've never knocked it out. Not, I'm more like Floyd Mayweather with the pussy. Very technical. Very defensive. <laughs> That's all I listen to. I just ride around, listen to people brag about how good they are at sex. I don't think I've ever made a girl make a sound with my dick. <laughs> Except like when I lay on them at first and they're like, oh. <laughs> That's it, just, oh, Jesus, mister. <laughs> yeah, good. So that's where I'm from. And then I moved to the city, and here, let me lose you again real quick. Uh, it was right during the presidential election, and uh, it was funny because all my friends went from like white trash to, like I said, woke, and they were all like, they were all like, did you guys all vote Democrat? Did anybody here vote? Do you guys, do you guys remember how like confident you guys were? Going into that last one? Uh, you remember that? Like a little borderline arrogant going into that. All right. Don't let it cost you again. No, I relax, relax. I did not vote for him. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> no, I, act I actually did not vote for him, which that was tough. Look at me. His whole campaign was at me. I was watching TV, he was like, are you a fucking fat idiot? I was like, yeah, dude. Yeah, what are we doing? What the fuck are we doing, dude? We're building walls? Hell yeah. I took skull out of my mouth to come up here. And I didn't vote for Donald Trump. Makes me like the Nelson Mandela of central Pennsylvania. I don't know. You guys are all right. I want you guys to know, though, I do have black friends. No, it's nice having black friends when the rest of your friends are just fucking goofy white guys. It's nice, you get some outside perspective, some advice. You just gotta be careful of the advice you take from your black friends when it comes to, like, sex. When you look like Uncle Buck, it doesn't <laughs> translate. Like, this is the advice my friend gave me when I went on a date with this chick. He was like, hey, yo, Shane, you don't want to go too deep in the pussy. She's always gonna want the dick. So you're, you're worried about depth? Like depth is a I didn't even know they had depth. I'm just happy to be there. You're worried about like depth is an issue? He was like, you don't want to give her the whole dick. I'm like, that's all I have. What are you talking about? I've never been like halfway in and been like, oh, oh. You gotta earn the rest of this. Dick. It's insane. Depth? That's crazy. I'm worried about like the noises I'm making. Like, I just, I just sound like, like a shitty ghost the whole time. Just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> almost done. <laughs> so that's, uh... Shane Gillis. Yes, he lost his spot. And sorry, Night Live. But yes, some of his stand-up played on this show, so... Eh? Eh? Stanergy just your live. 
chapter three, verse four. <laughs> it is September 18th, 2019. We're doing a live. You can find past shows, a bunch of great shit about the show, information on the show, all at stonerjesus.net. As I said, we're on canvasradio.com. Follow us on Periscope at stonerjesus420. Make sure you have your notifications turned on so you know when our live video streams are going on Periscope. Still to come, Profiles in Death on uh, Beth Chapman. Go back back in the day, back in the Wayback Machine, whatever you want to call it. We also got to talk about Skylar Richardson, Britney Spears, and Fuck Racism. You're not going to want to miss Fuck Racism. I don't give too much away. Save it to the very end of the show. You're not going to want to miss it. I guarantee, as some redneck said back in the day, I forget. I want to say it was like a Jimmy Dean sausage commercial, but I don't think that's right. Was it Ernest? Was it Ernest? I think Ernest used to do like trout dairy commercials. I think that's what it was. You know, if Ernest, Ernest goes to camp, Ernest goes to school, Ernest goes to the fucking strip club, Ernest goes to get a vasectomy. That Ernest. Anyway, Stoner Jesus Show Live. <laughs> we'll be back after this, hoes. Oh, that's wrong. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Killing this shit. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. They got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. But don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, tell you all about it. It's a very large selection of hemp goods. Everything from reusable coffee filters to frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body products, bags on the retail site. You know, Again, uh, anybody local in Cincinnati can go to hemptations.com and get the info on the stores. Planted everywhere is our .com is our retail site. You can hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page, Hemptations or Hemptations 2. I'm on Twitter, Google, <laughs> I'm on the internet everywhere, just like everyone. Um, you know, we love to hear from people all over the world, positive things about industrial hemp. That's what I do. That's what we do. Largest selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp retail spots to see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere but uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection and as beach always says having temptations cannabis use isn't the only thing growing so are we grow with us cannabisradio.com Learning the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Awaken, adjust, and aspire. High on Healthy. Mondays on demand. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Paris Savant speaks to patients, advocates, and professionals to keep you informed on all the latest trends and advancements in the medical cannabis industry on Alternative Talk, presented by AlternativeVibes.com. Tuesdays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. Tommy Chong Show on Cannabis Radio. You got me running. You got me hiding. Run, hide. 
ride and hide run any way you won't let her roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me doing what you want me, baby. Girl, what you want me to do? Shut up and do a podcast as I want you to do. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. The Tommy Chung Podcast, only on CannabisRadio.com. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Listener discretion is advised. You're goddamn right. Stern Jesus Show Live. Chapter 3, verse... For all information on the show, as I said, can be found at stonerjesus.net. Make sure you go check us out there. Follow us on Periscope at stonerjesus420 on Twitter as well. Now, Profiles and Death. Profiles and Death is a little segment we used to do. We've done the show for a long time. Uh, the name of it before it became Profiles and Death escapes me. I can never remember the name of it. And what it was before it became... Profiles and death, or some parable bullshit. I don't know. We take people who are, who are deceased, and if we, myself, either myself or St. Peter, had any interaction with them in the past, whether it's, you know, hundreds of years in the past or whatever, you know, New Testament shit, it doesn't matter. Tell those stories here on the show and play audio clips if possible. Tonight is one of those nights. As you know, Beth Chapman is the wife of Dog the Bounty Hunter, Dog Chapman, Dwayne. Dog Chapman. They had a TV show. Ran for many, many years on A&E and uh, it's on DBGN now, various places. So Beth Chapman passed away a little while ago and it turns out that although she's not someone we had on a radio show in the back in the day or anything like that, there is a connection between St. Peter and Beth Chapman. I have audio of this. Basically, St. Peter was very enamored with Beth Chapman. If you don't remember what she looked like, she's a very voluptuous woman, as they say. Very gifted in the uh, chestal area. It's another way of putting it. St. Peter kind of had a thing for her. I mean, I, you know, I may have walked in on, on in him uh, a couple times, maybe pleasuring himself watching the show. So in any case, I thought it might be funny one night to find him watching the show and then ask him about it and record it and see what he had to say about um, Beth. And uh, it, it, it turned out it turned out pretty well. So I'll play the audio here for you now. Myself asking St. Peter about watching Dog and Beth, of which he was watching an episode at the time. So, enjoy. I will listen along with you. All right. All right. St. Pierre's watching Dog and Beth. We're going to go in here and uh, get him on tape, get him recorded watching. Uh, I'm asking what he thinks about Beth. Uh, 
Hey, let's go on and on. All right, here we go. Hey, hey, Peter, what's up? What's going on, man? What's what you what you got going uh, on here? Uh, hey, Jesus. What's up, man? Hey, Jesus, how's it going? Hey, yeah. 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 Watching some dog and bath. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but, but, but dog, dog and bath. Yeah, yeah, dog oh, and bath. Man, Beth is so sexy. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Sure is. Holy crap, is Beth sexy? Yeah. Oh, look at those big titties, Jesus. Yep. Look at those big fat fucking titties, like. Yeah. It's like two two PBS uh, tote bags, like donation tote bags filled with wet cement. Look at that. Look at that. She gets all <laughs> she gets all up in your grill, like she's all nasty, like you're yeah. going to jail, motherfucker. And she's pressing her big fucking titties against you. It's really nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Nice big fat. Yeah. Milky titties. Milky. Jesus. Yeah. 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 yeah it's like two. Now, you know those things, like those things that you like clean bowling balls with. They stick a bowling ball in it. It's like a uh, towel. Like two big, two big bowling ball towels with bowling balls in them. Okay. It's nice. Yeah. It's uh, nice, yeah. Jesus. Uh, yeah. It's my, it's my favorite show. Yeah. I like catching criminals. And like, right. dogs like, you're going to jail, motherfucker. Yeah. Vessel like, look at these big titties. <laughs> you're going to jail, motherfucker. <laughs> so it's like, oh, it's like, it's like a lot of shit's going on. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of cool shit. Right. You know, like, like. They, and then they always go back to Beth's titties. She's always wearing like those big tight sweaters that push her titties up. She could like like set a tray of drinks on her titties and just walk around with them <laughs> without her hands. Yeah. You get, you get what I'm saying? I Jesus, because her titties are so big. And right. Right. They're like pushed up. It's like a big table. It's like she walks around the big table on her chest. Right. Oh, yeah, I get it. Big titty table. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Right. I've been, right. Uh, I've been doing a little bit of. Uh, Snoring some stuff. Yeah, I can see uh, that. I can see that. Oh, line. Oh, Those lines are. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. That's a. Oh, okay. Oh, those are big lines. Uh, yeah. Uh, wow. Whoa. What are we talking about, Jesus? Dog and Beth. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Beth's Beth, big titties. Beth, yeah, there you go. Big Beth's titties. Big titties. Big titties. They caught another person. That's right. Beth's all like, hey, motherfucker, I got a clipboard and heels and pink cuffs. <laughs> and big fucking titties. That's right. Big titties. Did I mention, uh, uh, Jesus, they look like those, uh, PBS tote bags. Yeah. Filled the, yeah, with... The wet with cement. The, yeah, wet cement. Yeah. yeah. I told you already that. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned it. Yeah. And that was pretty clever. Look at her, Jesus. Yeah. Look at her. Yeah, yeah I see. I see. What if I tweeted at her, she would tweet back at me. Beautiful woman. Yeah, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Get some tweet action going with Beth's big titties. Should try it. Her titties should have their own Twitter... Account Jesus <laughs> at Beth's titties. You could, you could tweet her tits, and you could tit her tweets. <laughs> you get it, Jesus? I, I you get, get it. it. Yeah, I got it. Hold yeah, on, yeah. Hold on, yeah. Hold on. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So. Oh, wow, that's yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I can, I can manage yeah. that. Holy crap. What were we talking about, Jesus? Beth. Beth and dog. Oh, big titties. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. Uh, Dog's got some pretty big titties, uh, also, if you really like, look closely. True. Not as big yeah. as Beth's titties, obviously, but, you know, yeah. they're there. Yeah. They're there. If you feel like looking at that, like yeah. dog titties or Beth titties, you can, you can, you can really choose, uh, Jesus. Yes. Whichever titties, right. uh, you think would, uh, you know, best suit your, uh, needs. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, you all right, man? You're a... Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm struggling a little bit. Jesus, I'm struggling a little, yeah. a little, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you seem to be. A little, a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, I'm just going to sit here and watch Dog and Beth. All right. All right, I'm going to get out of here. All right. And, uh, all you know, right. mosey right. on down the trail. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jesus. All right, Next man. time, you know, knock. In case I'm, you know, yeah. like jerking it. Yeah, yeah. Beth's cussing. So fucking hot. All right. She cusses her All right, man. Titties. Yeah, yeah, I'll see right. you. Yeah. Say it, Beth. You're going to fucking jail, motherfucker. All right, I'm heading yeah. out, man. All right. All right. I'll see you. All right, see, see you later, man. Jesus. All right. Them big fucking titties. Holy shit. Holy shit, those titties are so fucking big. Oh, my God. I wonder if they ever pop out of that fucking brawl. Those big fucking titties. Holy shit. Holy shit. It's fantastic. So there you go. That was uh, St. Peter watching Dog the Bounty Hunter. R.I.P. Beth. Got more shit coming up after the break. Literally, <laughs> can we top that? I don't know. I think we will, though. We're talking about the Scholar Richardson case, also Britney Spears, and fuck racism. Saving fuck racism for the end. It is something that you are not going to want to miss. That's all I can say. I'm not going to give any more away. I've already said too much. I'm afraid. All that coming up. Stern and Jesus Show Live, Chapter 3. Verse 4. Stay tuned, Dick Nuggets. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. On NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, Mondays on Demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches, allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. 
This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Indeed. Listener discretion, viewer discretion, all sorts of fucking discretion is advised. Stern Jesus Show Live, Chapter 3, Verse 4, all information on the show we found. It's stonerjesus.net, go check that shit out. Past episodes, social media links, all that good shit. All that shit you need, all that shit that you want, all that shit you can't live without. Sternjesus.net. Your mom's favorite website. That bitch loves it. She loves it. Coming up, talking about Skylar Richardson, also Britney Spears, and fuck racism. The Skylar Richardson case was something that happened in the Cincinnati area. That's the area where I broadcast from. I really didn't follow the testimony and the story and things like that. I noticed it was very dominated local news, dominated local news, uh, Twitter feeds, you know, the top story of the day, what happened today in the Skylar Richardson trial. Blah, 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 blah. Long story short, uh, she didn't tell anybody she was pregnant. Apparently she had a baby. She said she didn't kill it. She said it was born dead. Prosecutor says she did kill it. And then uh, everybody agrees apparently that she then buried the baby, the dead baby, without telling anyone. So check it out, a little recap and uh, the verdict and such for those who missed it. Not guilty of the offense of aggravated murder. Heart-stopping drama in court as the former high school cheerleader accused of murdering her newborn is found not guilty. 20-year-old Skylar Richardson shook with emotion and wept as the verdict was read. It was not guilty on the other major counts as well. Involuntary manslaughter. Not guilty of the offense of involuntary manslaughter. And child endangerment. And not guilty of child endangerment. But she was found guilty of gross abuse of a corpse, having buried the child in her backyard. Her parents stood behind her in court. Her mom told her, She was led away in handcuffs to jail for the night. Law and Crime Network anchor Rachel Stockman. Skylar Richardson was a very sympathetic defendant. Uh, She very much appeared like a young woman. She didn't look very versed in the world uh, throughout this trial. And I think that jurors probably had a a lot of sympathy for what she was going through. Skylar told no one she was pregnant and gave birth in the bathroom of her parents' home. The defense claimed the child was stillborn and that she had been manipulated by detectives into making a false confession. Sentencing will take place tomorrow. Now she faces between 6 and 12 months behind bars. So she faced 6 to 12 months behind bars. Sentencing was the next day. And if the verdict didn't piss off enough people, well, the sentencing surely did. It's freedom for the cheerleader found not guilty of murdering her newborn baby. You were going to be going home today. But even as he let her go, the judge told Skylar Richardson he believes she is responsible for the death of her baby, who she named Annabelle. I know in my heart that if you would have made different decisions in this case, Annabelle would be here today. For the first time in court, Skylar herself spoke out. I just wanted to say how sorry I was 
I can sometimes be selfish, but I would like to think that I've become better in the knowledge that I've upset everyone and hurt so many people with what I've done. And I'm forever sorry, and I, I'm so sorry. I, I'm really, really sorry. Skylar told no one she was pregnant and gave birth in the bathroom of her parents' home. The mother of the baby daddy gave an emotional victim impact statement in court. Not only did I lose my first grandchild, but my baby that I would lay down my life for without a thought lost his first child. And Skylar had no intention of ever letting us know. Immediately after Skylar was released, she was taken to the hospital for treatment of an eating disorder. She weighs only 89 pounds and is losing her hair. Now a juror is speaking out. Michael Brownstead is revealing that the jury decided very quickly that she was not guilty of murder. They couldn't prove that the baby was born alive. And if, with that lack of evidence of proving the baby was born alive, you, we, we couldn't have convicted her of that. And we didn't deliberate on that very long at all. The fact that she went home that day and uh, they gave her time served or whatever pissed a lot of people off. But what are you going to do? As I said, I didn't follow the, uh, the case enough to be able to make an informed opinion. But, uh, man, it's fucked up. I can't say that. Whether the baby was alive or dead, he's going to bury it. And uh, <clears throat> she didn't know she was pregnant. She didn't tell anybody she was pregnant. They nobody noticed she was pregnant. This skinny little fucking thing. With a huge fucking stomach. And then she, I guess, just craps the baby out in the, the bathroom. I, I don't know. It's a lot of crazy shit going on in this world. Talking about crazy, thinking of, uh, speaking of, that's the word I'm looking for, speaking of, crazy shit. Britney Spears. I will admit that back in the day I had quite the crush on Britney Spears. Probably my biggest celebrity crush ever back when she was like 18 or 19. Before you start fucking writing me comments, she's like two years younger than me. So calm the fuck down. Anyway, you know she's had some uh, some problems. She has some problems. A bit of a mental instability. You know, with the, the shaving of the head and the uh, the umbrella or whatever. Apparently she's, um, I don't know, she's almost a 40-year-old woman, but she's so fucked up that her parents have conservatorship over her, making financial decisions and other decisions. And apparently there's a shakeup there. There's apparently a shakeup in the team of people that is needed to fucking make sure Britney Spears manages her very privileged life. Let's check it out. There's a major development in the Britney Spears crazy family dynamic. Apparently, her daddy has had enough. Yeah, this could be big, Kev. Remember, her father was just accused of physically abusing her oldest son, and now he wants out of taking care of Britney. Actually, Britt, no you don't. Her dad, Jamie, does. And his duties include controlling who she's allowed to see, he hires 24-7 caretakers, arranges security, and if Brittany needs a doctor or a mental evaluation, he can make that happen. And he also has 100% control over Brittany's $59 million bank account. Those duties, minus the money part, are what Dad Jamie wants to hand over to this woman, Jody Montgomery, who's been Brittany's, quote, care manager over the past year. Jody's bio says she's a dedicated guardian of clients with diminished capacities and special needs adults. So, 
In other words, Britney Spears has diminished capacities and she is a special needs adult. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what can be said beyond that. E.T. has obtained the petition filed by Jamie this morning saying he's stepping down for personal health reasons. The 67-year-old has been suffering from major health issues, including a hospitalization late last year. The timing of this is interesting. On Tuesday, Kevin Federline got a restraining order against Jamie after he allegedly broke a door and shook 13-year-old son Preston. I want to scream and shout. For a long time, Britney's had a rough relationship with her dad. Her fans got hashtag free Britney trending in May, and in just 12 days, a judge may decide if Britney is fit to take care of herself without the help of a conservator. I think it's been clear that Britney does not want this conservatorship anymore. Attorney Tamar Armanac represents Amanda Bynes' conservators. She says this would be an ideal time for Britney's mom, Lynn, to step in, but... What Janie Spears has done with this filing is effectively cut her off at the pass and suggested to the court that the court find a professional fiduciary is actually someone better than a parent. Remember, Lynn supported Brittany when she was hospitalized in 2007. That was the most horrible time because I felt so helpless. How's Brittany handling all of this? Judging by her Instagram, yeah, she's good. Let's keep in mind that there's a lot of money at stake. Yeah, she's good. Is she? I follow Britney Spears on Instagram. It's a lot of fucking exercising. She does a lot of exercising. She needs a care manager deciding that this 40-year-old fucking woman can take care of herself. It's crazy. I, I mean, I hate to say it, but in the popular vernacular of days gone by, is she mentally retarded? Can we say that? Is that is that the thing? I mean, I don't know. What the fuck are you doing? How hard is it? How hard is it to get shit done when you have that much money? She's so fucked up. They got tons of people. They got courts involved. Whether or not she can have somebody control her visitors. I don't know. I guess uh, life of being a star is rough. Rough shit. According to Forbes, Britney earned $30 million in 2018, $34 million in 2017. Well, she, she, can, she can certainly make money. She can certainly earn enough money to support herself. I guess she has trouble with the rest of it. She made $64 million in two fucking years. She has $60 million in the bank. Uh, she does seem to be doing pretty good on that front. Apparently the rest of this shit, I don't know. She can't handle it. It's a shame. I'll take the job. Pretty good with money. She's going to be wanting something stupid like she wants to buy a fucking gold monkey or something. Be like, no, Brittany. No. No gold monkey. Go back to your room and exercise, Brittany. I kick ass at that job. <laughs> Brittany, call me. I'll take care of all this shit. The fucking moochers and all the bastards. I'll tell them to get the fuck out. And I will rain in your shit. And, you know, some parties and you know, make some money, whatever. Moving on to the very end. Now, this next video, I must caution. Every fiber of my being, the next video contains nudity. Mainly titties. That's why I saved it for last. I don't know if Periscope's going to be okay with this. I don't know if they're going to throw me off. I don't know if they're going to suspend my account. 
but I don't know other way to show this. I don't know. I'm not technically advanced enough to like blur out her fucking titties for this video. I'm not that technically capable. So this is as good as it gets. Now, this guy is wearing a t-shirt. This guy in this video is wearing a t-shirt that says fuck racism. I don't know if he's selling these t-shirts. I don't know in a nutshell whether or not this video is real. I'm not sure if what he is saying about the circumstances surrounding this video are real or if it's just made up to sell these t-shirts or go viral or whatever. Listen, if that's the case, if he's, one, he's selling t-shirts or he's going to go viral and be you know, fucking internet famous or whatever, hey, big ups to you, man. This is very well done. The premise of this video is there's this black guy and this white Confederate flag waving fucking hillbilly on social media or whatever calls him a nigger. I know what people are saying. You should, he calls him the N-word. No, he didn't claim the N-word is the point. He called him a nigger. That's the premise. So this black guy to get back at this racist white guy is going to fuck the racist white guy's girlfriend on video. Now they put up some pictures they try to prove that, like, like, they show a picture of this girl and this dude. I mean, that could have been fake. It could have been photoshopped. It could be two people this other dude knows. They could all be in on it. They could all be getting, getting proceeds from the t-shirts. Whatever. Again, I don't care. I'm just saying that I can't vouch for the authenticity of the premise of this video. And I can't blur out the titties. So here we are. Will we make it through? I don't know. We'll show the beginning of the video, and then there's a lot in the middle, which is kind of the same and we'll try to get to the end. We'll see how good I am at that part of the uh, the production of the show. So beware. Viewer discretion is advised. There are titties. Unblurred, uncensored titties coming at you in three, two, one. All right. My name is Montez Shev or Benjamin Ricks or... You can just call me the white girl whisperer. And uh, I'm gonna show you what I do when a racist white boy calls me a nigga. All right, so uh, this is a white man by the name of Neil DePriest. He felt that it was okay to call me a nigger in the year 2019. What I'm doing is, right now I'm sitting here with his current fiance and uh, we having a good time and I'm gonna show you how this shit unfolds. Here's a current picture of him with a Confederate flag in his background. Here's a picture of them two together. Here's a picture of us two together. Now here's a screenshot of a message that he sent to her moments before she got to my house. Says, I love you, baby. I miss you already. I can't wait till we get married. I want nothing more than to be your husband. I love you, our little family we have. I really want to have another baby with you. So the racist white guy writing to his white girlfriend who's about to bang the black guy that he called a nigger. So there you go for the audio. Here's listeners. a few clips of what we did. Hey, Neil. Should be home in the morning. She came to visit me or whatever. I missed her so much. Thanks for having a little dick. It's nice and tight for me. How fuck a hot dog down the hallway, all right? <laughs> He's still wearing the t-shirt too. <laughs> yeah, it's tight as fuck, bro. You, you're not doing your job. <laughs> you good? <laughs> oh my God. Oh! <laughs> That's right. Bro. Are you, 
Don't worry, she'll be home first thing in the morning. All right. So pretty much goes on like that for a while. See if we can advance a little bit and uh, get to the part where he's talking again. And he's having his way a little bit more. I'm leaving you, Neil. Mm -hmm. I'm leaving you, Neil. I'm leaving you, Neil. Her boyfriend's leaving her. This is her giving us consent to share to whoever we please as much as we please and to send it to her current fiance, Neil. And once again, this is Montez Shev here at White Girl Wednesday, and that's how you fight racism. You fuck it. Like I said, I don't know if the premise of this video is on the up and up, but even if it's not, that's well done. The, the concept, the execution, the whole fucking nine yards. That is fucking... <laughs> that is pristine fucking comedy right there. That's fantastic. You're not going to find anything better than that. I defy you to find another fucking video on the internet that's better than that. There are none. There are none. That reigns supreme. And I predict will for a very long time. And if it's real, if he's really fucking this guy's fiance, and this they're not really friends all in on this, then that that's a whole that's, that's another level. You didn't think it could get to another fucking level, but it did. So Montez Shiv, I think that's his name. <laughs> that's a great name. Montez Shiv, fucking come on. That's a great fucking name. Just the fucking 10. 10 out of 10 all the way around. I should have wrote a 10 on a piece of paper so I could hold it up. But it's too late now. 10 out of 10. Well done. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. I know. I know. And I cannot top that. So I'm done. Thanks, everybody. Stern Jesus Show Live, Chapter 3, Verse 4. Another awesome show. StonerJesus.net for all information on the show. Follow us on Periscope at StonerJesus420 for the live streams. On Spotify, iHeartRadio, CannabisRadio.com, of course. All kinds of great shit. Make sure you check out my other shows, Cannabis News on Marijuana Times, The High Noon Hemp Show on the Hemptations Beach page on Facebook. With this hat that I'm wearing, it's MakeCannabisGreatAgain.com. Proceeds go to uh, the Marijuana Times and fighting for legalization. Thanks, everybody, for checking out the show. As always, leave you the irrepressible wisdom of one Miss Cardi B. Thanks, everybody, for checking out the show. Peace. Bitches. Y'all motherfuckers going around showing this fucking picture. Now y'all photoshopping it even more. Like, oh, Cardi pussy, Cardi pussy. First of all, that ain't my pussy. My pussy right here. This is where I birthed my daughter from. This right here, the part that shows, you know, when I go like this, that's just my ass. You know when you got a fat ass? That shit gets fat right there. This part right here, this is the part that gives the dick comfort. You know what I'm saying? This is the part that, like, when you go like this in and out, that's what this nigga feel. That's that's my ass. You know what I'm saying? Y'all wanna look at my pussy so bad? Y'all should've went see me when I was a motherfucking stripper and I was promoting myself. Like, come see me. 
Now too bad. 